0: Welcome to Comedia del Cinema, the podcast that talks about some of your favorite comedy movies, how they were made, the influence they had, if they did Bafo B.O. And uh, I'm I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Wold. I'm here today with my co-host.
1: Oh, I'm Emily Walborn, your other, your other host.
0: That's right. And we've got a special guest today. They are a writer, comedian, educator. Uh, please welcome to the show Arden Yerskis.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's so good to uh, to to make my uh, comedia del cinema debut uh, for <laughs> such a, uh, a, a, a one of my favorite such a, such a good
0: film, such a, a great uh,
2: movie. Uh. That's right.
0: We're talking yeah. Harold and Maude today. Before we get into that, I want to ask you, Arden. It's fifteenth yeah. of January. Real quick, can you lock in at this point in time your three, two, one, best picture, most likely to win, just because this will be a nice okay. quick time cap. Yes.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. I've I've been thinking a lot about this. So I think okay. I still even though like the globes, uh, mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, the globes changed everything. I still feel like everything everywhere is in the top slot for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um it still <laughs> feels like it has like a lot of momentum. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's probably gonna win sag it's you know it, it it's gotten all the precursors I think probably banshees at number two mm-hmm. um, be. probably banshees at number two and then fableman's um like banshees and fableman's I like go back and forth on mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i you know I, I think that Spielberg. He's definitely winning for director. Um
3: mm-hmm.
2: I I think that if Fablemans had like if 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 the story if Fablemans were like doing insane numbers on streaming or like insane VOD numbers, uh I would feel a lot better about it. Uh, mm-hmm. but I I just I don't see a world where um I I I,
0: I, I have a hard time seeing it winning right now. Um that's fair, but you just wait until the Fable Minions get out there. I think so, man. <laughs> I, I, you know,
2: I like love the Fable Minions, and I yeah. think it's the better movie. Um, I you know it, it wasn't. I like everything, everywhere more, but I can acknowledge mm. that like it would be better for cinema if the Fable Minions <laughs> won. Um,
1: See, I wonder if Minions and Everything Everywhere are going to split it, and then we'll get a surprise Banshees win or something like that
0: yeah could definitely happen people love banshees
1: critics love
0: banshees critics love.
1: well i love banshees too but i think more so critics
2: yeah i need to i need to watch that movie again because i was in like a weird headspace when i watched it and i was like i was seeing it at this like small theater where they uh were having like a premiere of like a local movie um Mm -hmm. and the walls of the theater were like not strong enough so i could like hear black panther (laughs) in the other room and so like i would just hear like all of a sudden like (laughs) like,
1: "Ah!" wow black panther was the local movie
3: (laughs) no no well
2: well, yeah i mean it 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 it, it's been pretty crazy living in wakanda
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) so sorry to hear about your queen
2: yeah no it's uh it, it's rough i haven't All seen right, that maybe. movie i've uh oh, oops <laughs> did, uh, did, did uh angela bassett die is that why she's gonna get the supporting actress win
0: no <laughs>
1: no <laughs> i don't know oh. it's been so long oh. since i've seen it i don't know
0: <laughs> no it's yeah. not a spoiler oh, wow. she uh she shoots herself in the opening scene <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> pretty intense she's yeah, grief
2: I would be so aggrieved over (laughs) the loss of King T'Challa. Yeah, in this universe, I should
0: see it.
3: It, I should. As far
0: as Marvel stuff goes, like it's it's one of the uh, definitely the best movie of the year of their whole flight.
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: Compared to Thor,
0: (laughs) Thor and Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, okay.
2: I liked Doctor Strange a good bit, um, but I was also Mm -hmm. um, like you know i i i enjoyed that movie uh for like the fact that it was weird um
0: yeah and just like i
2: liked the fact that it was like all right well if it's just going to be like a toy commercial like (laughs) at least it's like Mm -hmm. sam Raimi directing a toy commercial
3: 411 Mm -hmm. thunder
2: um that was just a moment that just kind of like turned me off on the whole enterprise i was just like all right i'm
3: done
2: (laughs) so i need to watch that for now i really need to like because I know it's going to be better. It's just like mm-hmm. I, I haven't had the time to see like Babylon yet,
0: and I really want to fucking see that. Because I, know right. I love, Oh yeah. Uh, and you don't have much time to see Babylon probably before <laughs> you know. you see Black Panther, yeah, you know. around,
1: probably through February.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know why just... I, I like just... Thor: Love and Thunder more than everyone else, but then I saw it a yeah. second time with with you, Emily, and like it was hard to. Uh,
1: Defend. It. Even though I liked it
0: quite a bit the first time, it's like it's really not a movie that if you enjoy, not one you really want to see a second time.
1: Well, it's like, that's how I feel about most Marvel movies.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I can't, I can't imagine ever like the one time I like tried to watch like rewatch the first Avengers, I was like, this sucks. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I um. The thing about, like, for Love and Thunder um, is I I just, I watched that movie and I was, like, I, I it, it kind of feels like Joe Dante doing, like, Gremlins 2, where he's like, fuck you for, like, having me do this movie. But it's, like, yep. there's nothing about, like, anything.
0: Um, yeah, that's fair. You know, it's, like,
2: the, the the, like, apathy of, and it's so strange because people are, like, oh, it's just Haika being so funny. Like, he's ruining it because Mm -hmm. he's just got to add jokes everywhere. And it's like, no, that's Mm -hmm. not the issue with the movie. It's just that the entire enterprise is just, like, soulless. uh, And nobody wants
0: to be there. It's a pretty big shrug. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's the franchise's trying to grasp at audience straws when they have brett goldstein
3: as, as hercules the or whatever Yeah,
1: it's <laughs>
2: like is that ever gonna come back like i probably I, not i hope well taika I didn't
0: even that... know about it
1: <laughs> they shot it without him
0: <laughs> yeah he said that was a surprise when he saw the premiere which is funny because he's also one of the people who get who defends marvel so much in terms of Oh yeah, they let me do whatever I want. Which may be true to an extent, but if they literally add a post credit scene that you'd know nothing about, <laughs> that's a pretty big change. I and mean, like
2: I you know, it's like I I, I, I want to see a team up movie between like Brett Goldstein and Her- Hercules and um whoever the fuck Harry Styles
3: played in <laughs> uh, Eternals.
0: Like Plus, I I would just in with...
3: there.
1: And he's like, he's oh, yeah. he Thor's brother, cousin or something like that. Not was... Thor. Um, Thanos. Harry Styles. Is... Oh, oh
2: yeah, yeah. He's, Harry is, he's his brother. brother. Harry Styles is Thanos's brother.
1: Yeah, and then Charlize Theron's playing like a. Per- is she like purple or something like that?
2: Well, I could see like Charlize coming back because that's like an actual movie star and <laughs> like one of the big Doctor's like Strange characters. I uh... I don't see like whoever the
3: fucking like.
0: Yeah, I don't really put. Charlize and Brett Goldstein in the same category.
3: No. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> sorry, Mr. Goldstein. I'm. Apologies. I wish you the best of luck with all of your half-hour projects at Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Oh, Ted Lasso, Mr. Lasso.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Ted Lasso should join the MCU.
1: Oh my gosh! He yeah, could be the some... Avengers' nice coach. <laughs> <laughs> Just so supportive have- of them
0: they have to fight that that one guy who became suddenly a mean coach and his hair <laughs> Nate his hair went gray over the course of the they season they bring in
1: Nate he he coaches the supervillains
0: <laughs> he's Thanos's <laughs> coach
1: <laughs> he says shit like you know
2: a lot of people don't believe in stuff but i look at captain america and i think gosh darn it that's a hero <laughs> I only okay, I, I've a only watched old. the pilot of Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs>
0: I'm totally shipping Ted Lasso and Captain America.
2: Oh yeah, they're they're fucking they're fucking
0: in the butt.
1: I <laughs> bet <laughs> That's
2: America's I make
1: these two.
0: <laughs> I've already been drawing erotic fiction of them, so <laughs> uh, anyway. Today I, we're
2: drinking off to that erotic fiction for months. Uh so I gotta say, if you're if you're if you're looking for that, it's uh, you got you know where to go.
0: <laughs> well, we're we're here today to discuss Harold and Maud.
1: Probably the uh, most opposite Marvel movie there could ever be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: no, yeah.
3: Harold
1: and Maud are both joining uh
2: in phase five. Um uh... <laughs>
0: They, bring
1: Maud back. they resurrect Mod. The Avengers. Resurrect
0: Mod <laughs> resurrection.
1: Wanda resurrects
0: yes. her. Harold origins. Uh. Um, Harold and Mod, 1971. What What was going on comedy wise in 1971?
1: You know, we get some. <laughs> it's the 70s you know a lot of the comedy Maybe. movies that I found online for this year were porn um <laughs> <laughs> like the sexual event no the sexual adventures of the three musketeers that was one of like the top comedy movies that right came on. up for this yeah. year we, I mean but
3: with good.
1: Harold and Maude you know there's some smaller weirder movies a new leaf um Elaine Mays yes. movie also this year uh, you get some bigger family ones like Willy Wonka, Fiddler on the Roof, mm. big musicals and things like that. What yeah. did you notice anything?
0: Either of you? I think so. the only comedy that I saw in the top ten was Mike Nichols' Carnal Knowledge, which was, I, I you know, it's a more mainstream comedy, but it is pretty dark. It seems um, the big Jack Nicholson, Rita Moreno we got um who else was in that one candace bergen art garfunkel so it's kind of a star-studded cast but also kind of a darker romance comedy so i can see why why they would think something like harold and mod would have an audience even though yeah and it's we'll get to later did not
2: it's also uh it's very like Adjacent to the graduate in my mind, like it could just be that yeah. I watch them, um, you know, really close together. But it's like uh, a lot of age gap discourse, um, in, mm-hmm.
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. It and goes kind Herald of like Maud, uh, graduate liquor Pizza.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of I mean, like coming of age movies, high school mm-hmm. to adulthood.
3: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. movies. It seems to come out of uh, Colin Higgins, the writer's um, UCLA thesis is where it starts
3: mm-hmm.
0: he it was back in the era where you could still somehow get a script to someone um even if you're not really anyone he um, was a seems-
1: producer's like pool boy or yeah. something like that Oh yeah, like house guy and then got it to i think to his wife or maybe to the producer himself and then got passed mm-hmm. off to paramount if that could still be true that's just what a world we would live in if that was still the case where you
0: could be someone's poor boy
1: and then yeah. have Harold and Maude produced from that like, and then cool.
0: almost get to direct it too
1: I know they,
0: yeah. Al- seriously almost let him but we're like ah, yeah, he's a little too green but even then Hal Ashby only agreed to direct it if he could mentor Colin Higgins on mm-hmm. the set and if he agreed which is also kind of unheard of a director respecting the screenwriter's wishes to yeah to direct yeah. in a way. And like a Not young like screenwriter.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a cool boy. I'm sorry, that's a bad <laughs> <try to say. laughs>
1: Well I think but Colin Higgins, he seemed to get a lot of mileage out of Harold and Watt. Like mm-hmm. he released a novel to accompany mm-hmm. the movie. That was pretty close but a little different. I think the characters' names were different. Have you ever yeah. read the book?
2: I haven't read the book, I have read the play adaptation of it, which mm-hmm. I, I yeah. don't know if that's by Colin Higgins, but um, I read the like West End play blah, 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 uh, that was mm-hmm. not good. Um,
1: it, I think it might have been because he also adapted it as a play yeah. and he in the 1980 it ran on broadway for four performances (laughs) and then nice (laughs) but then it was a six then he adapted it again for somebody else in in france and it ran ran in paris for like seven years Hmm. so i'm not sure maybe the west end was like version is kind of a combination of those two i don't know Hmm.
0: i i can see why it would be a hit on stage in France
1: (laughs) they did a musical they did a musical version of it too in 2005 that Colin Higgins wasn't a part of I don't think it made it to Broadway long dead
0: by that point off Broadway yeah 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 I mean Colin Higgins and Kyle Ashby both died Mm
3: -hmm. fairly
0: young Kyle Ashby in his 50s Colin Higgins in his 40s uh died from AIDS. AIDS. Neither of them really, yeah.
1: How Ashby it sounded like had some medical problems and drug use issues. And died young from that. Yeah. Both of them though uh, had a lot of projects lined up though when they died.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it seems like um like How Ashby had a lot of ups and downs um, cuz like being there c- comes maybe almost a decade after this, but it seems like he gets kind of lost. Maybe a director jail at times. Colin Higgins had a pretty large gap before he became more successful with like 9 to 5, um, Mm -hmm. which he wrote and directed, along with The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. So he and Dolly apparently were very very good collaborators, which is nice to think about.
1: Have you ever watched any of... Cal ashby's movies I'm. Th- i think this is probably the only one i've seen
2: i've only I've seen, seen like being the there opening, and really like it yeah i've only seen like the opening of shampoo which is like a movie i want to like a lot more um <laughs> it's just i keep expecting it to like be like this movie uh but there's mm. nothing like this movie uh it's yeah so special um
0: We'll we'll get into the story a bit in, in a little bit, but it's pretty simple. Arden, do you want to talk about just your connection to this movie? It seems like a it's a favorite of yours. We both really like yeah. it, but you're the one with a powerful connection to it.
2: No, yeah, this is um, this has been one of my favorite movies uh, since I watched it when I was in high school. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I like watched it like for the first time on like a portable DVD player, like when we were driving to my <laughs> grandparents' house in Alabama. Um, <laughs> And, like, it was, like, I, I did, like, a Mulholland Drive, like, Harold and Ma double feature, which is... Uh, <laughs> and and, I, and the reason I wanted to watch Harold and Ma was because I was really into, like, um, Wes Anderson. I knew this was kind of a big movie for him. Um, mm-hmm. So I I watched it um kind of immediately, like, really just, like, fell in love with it. Um, you, you know, just because it, it, it was one of those sort of movies where it was, like, it, it felt like it, its sense of humor was kind of just like directly and like lockstep with kind of like the way I was seeing the world mm-hmm. at the time, um, mm-hmm. and it, it was just sort of one of those movies that that just kind of you know changed me and stuck with me. Like I, I you know, when I was I was like making like student films at the time, and like I think I like tried to like recreate the opening shot of this in like my high school's stairwell, uh-huh. like <laughs> set some strokes or something. Um, uh, it was like for like a bad like Bonnie and Clyde ripoff, um, but it was you know I was like yeah I'm Quentin Tarantino I can do whatever fuck I want. Um, <laughs> re- really uh, cringe stuff, but I you know this is a movie that um, like has been um, just kind of like with me throughout my entire adult life, and I, it, it's a thing um, that like I I kind of keep going back to in like times of. Uh, darkness it, it, it it's mm-hmm. really i think maybe the most life-affirming movie uh to you know ever be made uh it is so unbelievably goddamn beautiful um and you know especially like if you if you're someone who has like dealt with like suicidality and suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. like it, it it really it really speaks to like why life is worth living i think in a way that like few movies do um mm-hmm.
3: and,
2: and and just like such a a really like profound and gentle and like really like unsentimental but like really so light-hearted way uh all while you know dealing with like stuff like politics and capitalism and mm-hmm. war and like it, 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 it's a movie that there's just little ingenious and lovely things that are just like around like every corner and it leads to like like some of my favorite shots in movies of all time are in this movie like the, the scene where um they're in the graveyard and it just zooms out and like it looks like a field of flowers that's just mm-hmm. ah i think about that shot all the fucking time best like ending scene of a movie ever mm-hmm. for my money mm-hmm.
3: um
2: like oh god i it, it, it's just it, it, it it's a movie that like grounds me in terms of like why i i love movies it's mm-hmm. it's so special
0: yeah it really is i think it it's special that it's so direct in that what it's about it doesn't yeah. need to make any efforts to to really hide it there um the fact that it's so simple in in its theme, stating them directly in a way that if it were in the hands of people less skilled, could seem kind of hack or just like mm-hmm. way too sentimental. But because it's paired with such an odd, dark sense of humor, it allows the emotion, the emotional elements to feel so much more authentic because it's not coming from something that already felt like a hallmark movie or you know something so so broad
2: exactly like it, it, it's a movie that is just like uh fundamentally like about like love and about like living and being alive and mm-hmm. it, 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 it it there are so many worlds where you know like especially like with like the play adaptation and like other um you know kind of like attempts to tell this sort of a story like you you don't quite get the like same thing with like without this sort of weird stylistic and kind of strange horny weird shit mm-hmm. that is just in the movie um and like the dark violence but like the, there's just like a real earnestness to the entire thing mm-hmm.
3: um
2: which just you know it it, it turns it into something so uh, magical in my opinion it's uh like it's spellbinding and and like all the way that like movies like a new leaf and charlie and the chocolate factory are where it's like sort of unsentimental but like ultimately like it's just kind of beautiful uh and Mm -hmm. lovely um it's so good it's so fucking good
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely should we um talk a little bit about what it's about
1: yeah go for it you're so good at uh, summarizing the movies Mm -hmm.
0: so you got harold he's a 19 year old who's very rich but very depressed he's constantly uh pretending to kill himself in pretty extravagant over the top ways uh his mom keeps trying to set him up with girls um in a very funny sequence she takes a personality test on his behalf um (laughs) starts out answering as if she's him and then very quickly just fully gives her own answers. <laughs> um, Vivian Pickles, one of the funniest performers in the movie. Um,
1: funniest name and funniest of the name, funniest performances.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much credit to her for not changing that name. Um, Harold soon meets Maude, a 79-year-old uh, bizarro freak um, <laughs> who's constantly stealing cars. Um, she also loves going to people's funerals who she doesn't know at all. Um, uh, they quickly form a friendship, which, uh, also quickly turns romantic. They get married. Um, but soon after around Maud's 80th birthday, she passes away, but she's left Harold, uh, with a whole new lease on life and he's ready to grow up and be a young man. Um, with a, a much more nuanced uh, appreciation of the world.
1: Yeah, this was my first time watching this movie. I knew Whoa! almost nothing about it. I just knew that it was a relationship between an older woman and a young man. And I was certain it was British and I was surprised <laughs> it was not British. <laughs> the opening sequence really surprised me, but I loved it. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very beautiful watch i was excited to have finally watched it
0: it's a very very good um a, interesting interesting little tidbit about the casting i don't know if either of you saw this um any guesses as to which author was in the running for playing mod which author yeah
1: hmm. no
0: Any no no agatha christie
1: i wasn't saying agatha christie <laughs> but i thought she'd be too she'd be too old or dead maybe i don't know
0: i mean she was pretty old at that point but yeah she was heavily considered (laughs) to play which would have been interesting interesting. um i didn't know she had helped him i think just on a few occasions um i
3: wonder if she could have
0: brought the same
1: like buoyancy to mod that i don't think
2: anyone can play this movie or play that role except ruth gordon Gordon. she's so fucking amazing
0: she doesn't um she doesn't lean too hard into the what could be sort of the self-deprecating joke of old lady who's sexual the fact that she plays it so earnestly is what makes the relationship work and mm-hmm. makes it like it is funny like this massive age gap but the, the joke isn't on either of them which makes it so mm-hmm. much funnier
1: well that just is what makes it i mean you were talking earlier about how the themes are so simple and stated but it's it's so such a layered movie and i think it's mm-hmm. partly because of the performances and how earnest they are but also just them leaning so hard into them both being human mm-hmm. even though the sensibility is so of the movie is so dark and strange
2: and like you know yeah. even though mod's like a weirdo and like does like stuff that like it, it is like uh, I guess like manic pixie grandma, um, <laughs> like manic pixie dream granny. Um, like she's like the most human character in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. aside from you know Harold. Like the other characters are like either like instruments of state violence, uh, mm-hmm. like out of touch rich socialites, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. or like a therapist that's like uh just kind of weird like it's like very much just kind of like oh you're strange like it, it, it's it, it mods you know the, the the first like actual human uh we meet mm-hmm. the whole movie um and it's it's so lovely and the fact that you know they have that like little that like one moment where they like reveal that she's like a holocaust survivor like that mm-hmm. just like and like a shot that's like maybe two seconds and it adds mm-hmm. like so much fucking detail to her character like it's like God, it's such a fucking good movie um
1: yeah and yeah <laughs> i also like the way that she fucks with the police always that um, is awesome yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like she's kind it's of a baby. modern
1: modern you know hippie for the 70s 60s you know but she's also so much older than you would expect she's just kind of more of a free spirit like a classic free spirit lady
0: yeah yeah um we've talked about it a little bit but where do you guys think um most of the like the source of the comedy comes from like what makes this work uh, on a comedic level because uh, it is ultimately so odd
2: I think that it's, um, a a large part of it, I think, is sort of, like, the incongruity between, like, the sort of, but it's between life and death, basically. It's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sort of, like, the mundanity of life and the sort of elements of it that, like, destroy us, you know, that are just Mm -hmm. so put out in the forefront, and you have, like, the worst most awful horrifying things imaginable being uh theatrically put upon us um mm-hmm. like and you know people just kind of like surviving in this environment that is so just fundamentally like horrible like like cartoonishly mm-hmm. awful um and then you know you you bring in mod who is so goddamn weird um mm-hmm. like and it it gets like horny and like a way that's like it, it it's interesting i just like it, i don't even mm-hmm. quite know like how to like describe it but it's like very like authentic um and i think that it's just like all of that kind of combining and it, it, it just like it, it's the, I, I think it's just the imagery is so fucking powerful. I think that's the thing that mm-hmm. makes it work.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. And th- that incongru- incongruity is reflected in their performances so clearly mm-hmm. of Harold being completely flat, Mod being so over the top. Um, yeah. It's so reflective of the movie style and theme.
1: Yeah. It's definitely the, it's it's almost like on the surface it's all suicide his like grotesque suicide attempts and his very pale skin and mods stealing cars (laughs) and messing with police officers but then underneath it is just that real connection that we are watching them grow and that's what makes it Mm -hmm. feel so real so it's almost like just the contrast between those two is where the comedy really comes in because sometimes the the like wackier parts really pop and then sometimes the real emotional parts really bring you in to the movie
0: i think the the emotion is really helped by by cat stevens um or well, i guess now use of cat stevens um music because um, i think i'm not sure if all of those songs were written directly for the movie but he pretty much you know scores the movie with his own songs and it helps make uh what could be some of the more odd comedic scenes it follows them up by grounding it in pretty uh you know pretty open-hearted emotion which helps the balance work really well yeah
2: and it's also just like really happy music which uh Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know uh just kind of like It teaches you how you're supposed to watch the movie, which is Mm -hmm. you know, it's supposed to be like, don't be horrified by this kid fucking hanging himself in the first scene. Um, It it takes it out of something being like really mannered and just kind of like it it makes it feel it makes it feel less British, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Like it it, it makes it feel more like American hippie and not Mm -hmm. like uh yeah. strange british comedy like a <laughs> like a fucking
0: um like a Monty uh,
2: Python yeah like a Monty Python or like a um Richard Lester that's the name of the mm. guy um oh, okay. like like a Richard Lester joint or something like that
1: yeah mm. i really like with the music too how sometimes it's diegetic and then it will switch to not be like when mod mm. is playing the piano and singing with Harold for the first time, and then all of a sudden she leaves the piano, but the music continues yeah. to play. It just uh, kind of sets yeah. a it sets such a fun tone for that scene and for the rest of the movie. Absolutely. And you know when that
2: song comes back at the end uh, with mm-hmm. the fucking banjo, and it, it's that's just like, oh God, it's so different. It's so fucking good.
0: Um, it seems like this movie had a pretty heavy influence. on on filmmakers in subsequent decades in a way that's almost hard to pin down um, because Mm -hmm. it's so widespread in terms of anyone making something comedic that's a bit darker it feels indebted to Harold Maude in some way. Like Wikipedia mentions like Diablo Cody being influenced by Harold Mm -hmm. Maude and you can certainly see that in like Juno but it's honestly I feel like the influence is everywhere.
1: Yeah I, oh, yeah, I also yeah. read Paul Feig, Judd Apatow, which also makes sense just in terms of how, yeah. you know, grounded uh, character mm-hmm. relationships and and then goofy humor on top of that.
0: Yeah, I wonder who would be, who would be Harold and who would be Maude now? Because like 15 years ago, it's Michael Sarah and Betty White. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Chalamet probably. He's got mm. sad true. boy face.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't know who the mod would be. Maybe um, um what's your name that was in um, Artemis Fowl?
0: Judi Dench. Judi Dench. Obviously, Candice Bergen oh, yeah, would be great.
1: Candice Bergen would be good. Yeah.
0: Diane Weiss. Uh, Helen Mirren.
1: Any
2: of I'm the just names. Yeah, <laughs> they can do anything those days, honestly. They should make an expendable movie with all
0: the <laughs> that's what 80 making... for
1: Brady is gonna be. <laughs>
0: that's true, really? sort yeah. of. I kind mean, it's just Jane Fonda, um, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, Sally Field all trying to hook up with Tom Brady. <laughs> I'll see it.
1: I'm just very curious to see what the movie's gonna be.
0: The billing for that movie is quite interesting, Brady billing, because with such a big cast, it's like anyone could be could be first billed. Um, but who do you guys think? Eighty for Brady? Who's who's the first name?
1: Bonda. Remind me of the people in it.
0: Okay, we've got. Oh wow, that's interesting. Okay, you've got Lily, Tomlin, you've got Jane Fonda, you've got Sally Field, you've got Rita Morano, you've got Tom Brady.
2: So Tom Brady's the
1: and Tom Brady, right, on the poster? Yep. Right? But,
0: yep, okay. yep that's
1: right. I'm going to say um, Jane Fonda,
0: first build. I, you, you think she's number one? Fire drill Fonda. <laughs> um.
1: I'm going to go with fonda's a good guess, but for
2: the sake of competing uh yeah i'm gonna say
0: sally field i'm gonna say sally field because she was in spider-man
1: mm, true
0: she was in spider-man you're both wrong lily tomlin is number one wow, kind of shocking, wow. Right? and wow. then maybe because she's
1: the Anne frankie so this
0: time she gets to be first that's uh, true yeah. it's if lily she, she had a writer <laughs> <laughs> Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field, and and Sally Field with Tom Brady. They've kind of flipped the mm. order of with and and.
3: Mm.
1: I get, I get Sally Field's as and.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't really choose. How old is Sally Fields? She, yeah, she's a bit
0: younger than the other gals, I think.
1: Yeah, she doesn't That's- seem like they're contemporary. Yeah, you one
2: younger granny.
1: You
0: know, <laughs> Sally Field would be a great mod. Um, yeah, she's yeah. seventy. She would be. She's what? So huh? actually, seventy six. Pretty close oh. to the other girls, actually.
1: Hmm. Well, anyway. just like I think we might predict eighty for Brady might not be a huge commercial success. <laughs> Let's talk about the it. box I don't office for. Be <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
0: so it didn't do so hot initially with either critics or audiences it was somewhat mixed response in both cases um paramount
1: gave it a 1.5 out of i know
0: shocking. Uh, i wonder if he later revisited yeah he probably
1: had to change
2: that Um, yeah that's that's an incorrect fucking (laughs)
0: yeah vincent canby of the times also hated it um It was their uh, Christmas release for Paramount um, because they um, didn't have the Godfather ready when (laughs) they were supposed to. So they moved it there. It didn't do so well. Uh They
1: said, you know, what could take the place of the Godfather. (laughs) 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 Same kind of movie.
0: (laughs) Exactly the
1: same. (laughs) And for the
2: Christmas, no less.
0: Perfect Christmas (laughs) movie.
1: <laughs> so
2: it's I cheers. want to shoot yourself during when, when you're with your family we
1: have got a movie for you does your mom s- set you up and so then you pretend to set yourself
0: on fire <laughs> you
2: ever go home to your in-laws and see a granny and think I did that
0: <laughs> um, but it ended up sticking around and staying in theaters for a long time there was one Minneapolis theater that kept it for three years straight and that theater was largely responsible for turning the tide around even though by the end of the run people were picketing
3: <laughs>
0: they just wanted something like- else played there because <laughs> it truly had been three years
1: That's yeah too it took but it took almost 12 years for it to turn a profit right
0: but it eventually it did a profit
1: and now people Was it a cult, cult favor
0: hmm? wasn't
2: because of UCB that it finally turned a profit
1: yeah has to be
3: <laughs>
0: honestly sorry that
3: maybe. was a bad
0: joke man. i mean i did forget that about that connection really really
3: yeah
1: I, I was guy. surprised so. i was the first person to bring up ucb i was like oh, man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're finally back ucb
2: <laughs> oh my god i heard uh, they were they were uh down wrong for so long but never finally back <laughs> up right
0: and now they've got proper owners they've got people who own the dodgers and who invest in drone strike
1: oh perfect nothing says comedy like who drone strikes
2: that's great whenever i go to a ucb show now i'm gonna just yell out drone strike that's <laughs> a suggestion
0: how long do you think it'll be before obama is a monologist at um at Ask because I it's think not Ascot right. anymore. It's Elefante. I know it changed the name, but yeah.
1: It changed the name to Elefante or something.
0: That's bad. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking I it. less than 10 years, more than five years.
2: Oh, yeah. he He's going to open up his uh, monologue with uh, Let me be clear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 It'll depend on which one of his daughters gets her really into UCB. And then hmm. he'll do it. True. Probably well, the one like... that's writing on Atlanta or wrote on Atlanta. Malia writes for Atlanta? I think so. Yeah. I think she did. Oh my. Yeah. God. Wow. And Donna Glover's like, she's actually really talented. You know, it's not at all that she's Obama. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure not.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, oh, had I it believe it. harder.
1: Because she had to live in the White House. Okay.
0: Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> you try finding a good writing spot in the White House.
1: <laughs> so busy. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like First uh, Kid, the movie, with uh, like Crypto Guy uh, and Sinbad. That movie's good. <laughs> that movie is good. <laughs> <laughs> but he, she just can't write her specs, because, you know, she's got to be present.
0: <laughs> that movie showed me that there was a bowling alley in the White House, which I thought was really cool.
2: No, that was like one of the only things I knew. Like I knew it was a movie theater and a bowling alley I was like
1: um,
0: Kid's Paradise. Um, yeah, right.
1: The White House. Anything. Kids Paradise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they should promote
3: it.
1: They
2: also have like a big like slime bucket, like for Nickelodeon. Like they have like a you Nickelodeon live.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> It's actually like uh, they they got the same guys who did the Nick Hotel to do <laughs> yeah. it,
1: and like the the Nick uh, Cruise with all yeah. the pools on the deck and stuff. <laughs>
0: In the winter, they should let people sled off the off the roof.
1: Now That's there's so- an Sorry. idea. Oh, Mr. Biden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President. I have
3: a great <laughs> idea.
1: So you know how we're reaching our debt ceiling. Well, I figured out a way to make <laughs> like a little extra cash. <laughs> uh,
0: anything else anyone wants to say about Harold Moss?
1: It was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to rewatching it in the future.
2: Um I, I don't think we've talked about the military uh oh, fucking, yeah. the mil- he's He's my favorite part of the movie. Uh, really, that guy is so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the Nathan Hale bit so funny, and and the scenery, like uh gets out of the draft
1: by being
2: pretending
0: to kill. Yeah, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're
1: that was really funny. <laughs> so, he pretends yes. to kill Mod to get out of. Yeah. The <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Uh, so yeah, good. the idea that there's the one singular protester who knows that they're gonna meet there. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um anything you wanna promote, Arden? No. Well, I mean it's,
2: uh, Oxbridge Academy's production of Into the Woods. Uh
0: When's that going up?
2: That's going up uh March eighth through twelfth. Oh. Um and uh yeah yeah have you we're already have and... you already
1: cast it had auditions and everything
2: yeah we had auditions and everything um, wow. oh, it audition. so this right. is how i uh,
0: find out i didn't get the part
2: yeah i'm sorry <laughs> uh, we, we looked at your tape and we're just like this guy this guy doesn't have a cordon the, the cordon <laughs>
1: sorry
0: well yeah I'm, I'm sure that'll be quite fun Wish i could see that yeah I'm excited. I'm really
2: excited.
1: Are you guys gonna um, record it or anything like that? Um, I'll
2: probably record some clips of it, but I I don't think um I don't think we'll we'll have like a full recording. Um yeah.
0: Right it might be tricky for that. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. We tried to do like a recording of when we did Mamma Mia last year, but um they were like, no, we can't have another version of Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're just afraid that nobody would watch the movies anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what are we covering next week? Should we, should we let people well,
1: Next week, we're going to continue with our oddball rom-com February with Modern Romance. So it should be fun. Ooh, that's another one of my
2: favorites.
1: I've it's never seen that one, one either. So oh my gosh, good. it's so some good. The
2: education. Yeah. Iraq. one of one of Ari Aster's favorite
0: movies uh that makes sense well thank you so much for doing for doing the show Arden
2: yeah thank you oh my you. god it was so much fun it was it was, it was such a it, it was uh it was my pleasure it really was I really loved it um thanks for thank you for well, having
3: me of course
2: yeah, you're welcome anytime. back anytime oh my gosh well I, no don't take me up on that I might be, <laughs> well, I might be sleeping on your couch for a while uh, that's fine. Mm, that come
1: fine. Yeah, come visit guess, anytime. So. Hey,
3: Honda. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop me. I'll do it.
1: <laughs> well, um, we'll yeah, see you um, so Yeah, thank you again. And we will see you next time.
0: Bye.